Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, Mark Sorrell with Plan Vision Podcast, and I want to talk about niche ETFs. Got an email from a client recently, and it was... uh, some sort of financial media that was speaking about new ETFs that were going to trade on an exchange. And that's part of what the financial media does is they talk about these developments and making you aware of these, right? Now, these are new products. By and large, they're new products. Some of them may have just been available ETFs or mutual funds within a few months. Some of them may be for a year or two. For many years, the financial services has it's grown, has continued to offer new types of investments, new types of products. And in this case, these days, by and large, many of the newer ones are ETFs, exchange-traded funds. And what's inside these new ETFs? Well, a lot of times they're focused on different industries, industries that might be growth industries or perceived to be growth industries, right? Uh, The ETFs may be made up of firms that are promoting or trying to develop innovation, new ideas. And maybe some of these ETFs, they might be more focused on different regions of the world. Now in the States, the US, I don't know how many more of these we can come up with. They're somewhat saturated here. But in some of the other younger markets around the world, there may not be a lot of these products that trade on those exchanges that offer investments in different regions around the world. So those are kind of what is a part of these things. Again, newer newer ideas, newer industries, growing industries. Maybe they have a, a new a new spin on an old investment concept. But here's what they here's what they offer. It's promise, excitement for many investors. The idea that you could be on the front end of something. That's interesting to people. For a lot of people that I interact with, they find their investments to just be too boring. So these things might be kind of interesting. And for other investors that aren't buy and hold investors, these things are even more interesting or even more appealing. And this is how they describe what they do. They try to catch your interest. And it would make sense that that's what they're trying to do. Now, the specific article that I'm referring to in this case, which is what happens in a lot of these, it's not just the concepts or the ideas or the innovation that's a part of these ETFs. The article is talking about returns. And uh, while I don't see these anymore, I remember going back in the late 90s, early 2000s, when you go through the checkout counter at the grocery store, they'd have Money Magazine or Mutual Funds Magazine with the best fund stone, primarily driven by returns. And in these newer products, what they're promoting is these funds have done well and you should be able to get on the bandwagon of these. Now, this is a lot easier for these funds to do this when they're small. Their stock ownings can have an outsized impact on the performance because the fund itself is simply smaller, but it gets harder for these funds to continue to duplicate that performance as the fund itself grows. And also, guess what happens? The markets catch up on a lot of these funds. They just can't keep outperforming them. So the idea of new ETFs, these niche ETFs, is interesting, and it's a part of what we might like about it. But also a part of this is the returns. You see those numbers, and that might catch your interest. I'd be careful about this, though, because this is classically what's known as chasing returns. You go buy these ETFs, and then why did it do bad after I bought it? 
right? ARC is a recent example of that one. In the firm that I worked for 17 years, Valak, in the late 90s in our portfolio lineup, there were two funds that completely exploded when it comes to returns. The Putnam OTC and Emerging Markets Fund had absurd returns. They were insane. And the T. Rowe Price Science and Technology Fund, managed by Chip Morris. He came and spoke at a conference that we were at. Okay, well, we used those funds to promote the product. Our company did. Access to these high-flying funds. Well, the NASDAQ subsequently crashed from 2000 through 2002. And many of the people that put money into these funds got none of the outstanding returns. They got the losses. So I would avoid these niche ETFs and chasing returns. I think you'll be much better off in the long run. And also, you won't have to think about your portfolio as much. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered. 